have to do some editing. There we go. All Up right, and running. We are going to welcome you back to the Principles Podcast. Um, you cannot see it on your end. I wish I could record it uh, the way I would like to record it. It would look like the Brady Bunch. Uh, there's uh, Here's a story of a lovely lady. Um, you can name whom. But we are telling the story of beauty and the beast. Uh, that would be Mr. Hyam and myself versus Mrs. Bondi. Uh, there are two beasts uh, to the beauty. Uh, that is the role of our admin staff. Uh, but the reality is this week, we are going to be having a spring musical. I don't know about you, but mm -hmm. I'm super excited. That's exciting. Um, the reality being is I think last year was more of like a American Idol show of musical theater. Um, we've had COVID kick us in the face, and now we're kicking COVID back in the face with bringing back Beauty and the Beast. So, uh, Mr. Hyam, how are you feeling today? Doing a little bit better, standing upright. I grew a few inches over the last couple of weeks, so I'm excited. That is good. Mrs. Bondi? Technical difficulties are back on session. You doing well over there? Yes. I'm Paige. I'm going to reach out to your dad after this and see if he wants to hire me onto his IT staff. Very nice. <laughs> so you can't hear them or see them yet, but so we're going to uh, go based on who's here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, let us introduce Belle. Hi, I'm Olivia Nelson and I play Belle. <laughs> So this is a perfect fit for you. It's a really strong voice. You are obviously uh, been on our podcast before because of that, but you are a wonderful student. Um, tell us a little bit of, about um, this whole experience, specifically bringing one, everyone back. We had the fall play, but the musical is different. There's so much going on, so much singing, so much rehearsing. Talk to us a little bit about, from your perspective, uh, what's been going on with uh, the musical. Um. So I think it's great to be back this year, finally, after not doing a show last year. Like, even though I was a part of the musical review last year, like you said, it's it's just not the same. It's great to have everybody back, some new people in the crews and the cast. And, like, every day since, like, January, we've been rehearsing. And, you know, big group numbers like Be Our Guest, Gaston, and stuff like that have taken a lot of work. And I'm really proud of the work that everybody's been doing, and I'm proud of all the crews and Mr. Strife and everybody, myself, and just like everybody that's coming to see the show because it's one of those classics that, like you said, everyone kind of knows. So I'm glad that we're able to do a show like that that will bring in all the people again. But I'm just so happy to be a part of such a fun story, especially a Disney one because that's like one of my favorite Disney movies. So I don't know, I'm just really excited about it all. It's absolutely extremely exciting. And you know, one of the per people that you have to work with uh, a lot, whether you like it or not, is the beast, Jack Myers. Jack, thank you for joining us from the, the media center today. <laughs> next next call, Snyder. So I really wish that we had that recording in advance to this podcast because you were running uh, like Forrest Gump. Um, and now you, can, you ran to your car, you ran back. Uh, tell us a little bit about your experience because you have been on many different, uh, whether the fall play or uh, the spring musical, you are the beast. So 
when I first auditioned, it was my first time singing. Uh, <laughs> I sang, you're welcome. That was horrible. <laughs> Definitely was not the best. And then, um, then I sang the, the B song. And after that, like maybe a week or two later, I was told in the hall by Elias that I was the beast. And I was kind of in disbelief because I haven't done choir since sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, so, it's definitely interesting. A person that, besides Mr. Strife, because he is, he can hit every every note to the sun. Do you know that you could get your uh, lessons from Mr. Hyam? Um, Mr. Hyam has a range like the sunshine. Um, Prior to this the... podcast, I could hear him jamming over there, right across the wall. <laughs> Man, a few words because he's always singing. I see. That's right. Jack, you're exactly right. A man of few words. There's a reason for that, Jack. You're exactly right. We're just going to have Haim sing everything he has to talk to kids about from now on. If you're scheduling, he'll sing you the course list. If you're in trouble, he'll sing to you about discipline. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> Jack and Theo, help me out here. I think you guys are not the answer to that. We're, I, I like I like the idea. I think it's a cool no, concept. Yeah. This is Bobby. No, no, no. Yeah. Do not. Do I can not. totally harmonize. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we got a soprano, a tenor, and a bass. Parallel, ma parallel major fits for the. This could um, work. This the could room, work. Uh, the acoustics in the fishbowl that they have is. Do we want to empty out a room quickly? That would be. That's what would happen. That's a new punishment. There we go. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't want to sell tickets, just put my name on the playbill. So let's talk about, tickets. since we're talking about Hyam, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about something that we've we've talked before on podcasts. Um, Gaston is the muscle. Hyam's our muscle. You know, Gaston, where are you? I am right here. So... Talk to uh, talk to everyone out here about your experience. I've known you for many years. Uh, you're very musically talented, and getting into the role of Gaston, did you have to hit the weight room? Did you have to do some extra reps? Uh, anything specific for this role? There's it's it's been a, a bit of a process because I did really it was all instrumental music up until this summer. I started taking voice lessons, and I tried out. I was actually like thinking LeFou or just like an ensemble role. And I was like, like Jack said, I was, I was very shocked. I was excited, but so it's been, it's been difficult, but fun trying to get into this. It's, it's, it's really, we are all looking forward to seeing this. I, I reason I'm like, we usually do a podcast on Thursday. I'm like, it's going to be too late. We got to do this podcast Tuesday so we can promote it. Um, don't worry. I'm not going to ask you all to sing on this podcast. We're going to save that for the show. Um, plus, it would sound terribly on on a Google Meet. Um, you can certainly tell us about maybe some of the favorite things you're looking forward to. Um, I want to kind of do a, a trifecta here. Uh, we have uh, Maurice. He is here in a in a room along with Cogsworth. And I guess you have to explain to me what is a silly girl number one. Um, the three of you who are on a, on this podcast, tell us a little bit about Ooh. your roles. 
Um, I guess, I don't know. I guess I'll talk first. Um, I originally, when I auditioned for this, I auditioned for Gaston because I, you know, I thought it would be a fun part to play. But then I ended up getting Maurice, which is the role of Belle's father. And that didn't completely surprise me considering I've been in, I've been in like all the productions here at CHS since like my freshman year. So I'm and he's always the father. So I'm basically the father of CHS drama at this point. So it, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense for this role. I we like it. Get that framed in the, in the back rooms of, of park that you are the father. Of, yeah. Of the program. I am your father. So, um, Theo, talk to us about Cogsworth. I, I also came here for Gaston actually. And I ended up as Cogsworth, and that like that's different for me. The two the two big roles that I've done here for CHS High School Drama are Godfrey from the last show and Cogsworth from this one, and those are very different roles. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like you get the butlers, but one's kind of in control of everything, and the other one's just a neurotic mess. Yeah, one, yeah, one of them's kind of just like very monotone, and the other one just goes. Yeah, it's fun. I enjoy scared. it. Well, Always Theo, did. back in the fall, you probably had you and Paige two hours of words that came out of your mouth that you had to rehearse and, and know. And now it might be good to kind of be a part of that ensemble and, and use your experiences and really blast when you when you have your, your moments. Um, Paige, tell us a little bit about what is a silly girl? Uh a silly girl is exactly as the role describes. We are so in French. So basically, the title of our characters is called a Les Fils. I don't, I'm not in French class, but it means the girls of the village. And we are the girls that swoon over Gaston. And so an ongoing joke is that whenever somebody says the word silly, it's like a scavenger hunt. Like, oh, there's a silly, there's a silly. Um, like for like, the girls that play it. But so there's three of us. That's why there's like one, two, and three. The numbers are just for our lines, to silly, be honest. Goofy and wacky. The silly girl, the goofy girl, and the wacky girl. That's how we've assigned them. We, we so don't we have, have a, We have another silly girl here. Let's talk to Abby Robleski. Many of you first on the podcast know that Abby came to us last year uh, late at the and almost a year ago exactly and really has evolved into, into our school making tons of friends getting really involved and you're also a silly girl so you and Paige kind of chum up a lot in this show yes so um, Georgia is also silly girl um, we have a lot of cute bits together we run around on stage we stomp we cry we scream it's it's really just like fun I don't know um, honestly, to me, this is like one of the best roles I think I could have gotten for my first musical. Um, it's not like too heavy on lines, not too heavy on song, not too heavy on dance. It's just really like light and fun. That's awesome. So we already had this banter on this podcast, you know, you're specifically with uh, Jack, you know, talking with Colin because Colin is literally probably four feet away from Jack. And there's been some, you know, faces that are made. Um, Colin, you are Lumiere, okay? And I would like you to use this entire podcast speaking as Lumiere. Yes, of course. My voice is a bit nasally because I was uh, uh, over the weekend. I was a bit uh, out of commission. But yes, I am Lumiere. 
So in your regular voice, talk to us a little bit about this role because you have this really cool role for those who have seen the movie or the, the shows. It's a really, it's a good role to be in. So talk to us about your position in this uh, musical. So, well, yes. Uh, so obviously, yeah, a lot of people know about the show, but Lumiere is, he's the uh, very exotic, very unusual, but very lovable uh, Frenchman who is also a candle. And he's very, well, I, I've already kind of described, but he's very eccentric. Uh, he speaks in a French accent and he's, uh, and he's very uh, relaxed in compared to Cogsworth and that's in that way he's kind of like a foil to him like he's kind of his opposite in that kind of way where Cogsworth is very strict very to the rules and very rigid and Cogs uh, and Lumiere is very loose and carefree and uh, also just a little bit of a backstory on this I I played Lumiere in a previous uh, altercation of Beauty and the Beast so getting to come back to the role like years later is you know a lot of fun it's like getting to kind of revisit the uh the story and just the whole experience has been just been great that's why it does such a great job with it thank you that's awesome um correct me if i'm wrong um mrs potts and chip are you two uh chummed up a lot in in this show oh yeah you know i'm just constantly mothering august you know and hugging all the time so yeah but i don't have much mobility in my teapot costume so if you will call it hugging that's what it is <laughs> i honestly end up smacking the top of my cup into you a lot because <laughs> of the reduced mobility but i'm everybody's favorite obnoxious eight-year-old child that's i i'm having deja vu of 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 previous conversations I've had with kids prior to having a podcast we used to bring in kids into my office and have conversations about promoting and we've had um various plays or musicals where those similar situations occur someone is going to be the obnoxious little kid and then someone is going to be the mentoring person um in a moment I want to talk about your costumes I think we're excited to see that but before we do um we want to talk to the suspicious ramen um in this podcast who is known as dark uh what yeah. is your crazy role so uh my crazy role it's kind of like it's it's weird so my role like so i have a role but i'm also like in the ensemble kind of so like i do like a lot of the things that the ensemble does but i also have like lines and it's it's pretty fun so there are a ton of people that are not here that are play a significant role, including the entire crew, you know, makeup and costume, um, the set design, all of that business crew. It's, it's enormous, the volume of people who can be on here. Um, can someone take lead and talk to Austin? I'm going to pass it on to Haim and Bondi about your costumes that you have. So a lot of the bigger, more iconic costumes like Mrs. Potts and Cogsworth and the wardrobe are all rented. So they're very like structural. I can't really fit through doorways easily, which is always fun, but yeah. they're very like intricate and they don't disappoint. I'm not going to say very much about my costume because I don't want to spoil it, but here's why I will tell you. 
My costume came in a shipping box. They had to get a minivan to get it here because it wouldn't fit anywhere. Uh, it's 14 pieces. I need help getting up almost the entire <laughs> set because I can't walk anywhere. And it's giving you back problems. Yeah, I'm having back problems because I've been wearing that costume for 20 hours this week. Me I'm and going Theo, to have to see a chiropractor after the show. Me and Theo can only sit on stools. We can't sit on normal yeah, chairs. We have stools because stools, we can't sit down anywhere. The stools are getting sucked into our costumes, and we just, it was just, it was really great. And Carly has that exact same problem. Carly almost has it worse than we Carly, do. Carly might have it worse, honestly. <laughs> Jack, I, I will, oh wait. I was just asking Jack real fast. Like, I've seen this live in person, like in um, in Disney, where like magically the beast turns, you know, into the prince. Um, are we gonna see that instantaneous change with you? Oh yeah, totally. Totally. It's uh, it's definitely gonna be exciting. Uh, we did perfect it last night, so you don't even realize. Uh, what's going on where I've gone actually it's perfect Olivia do you have it. a, a, a oh, sorry my son was that are phenomenal what was the question your dresses are they just beautiful um they look to part <clears throat> at like how it is in the movie and stuff like you got the classic blue villager dress and then for the gold dress actually they pulled out all the stops for that because I did Beauty and the Beast my freshman year at Juggler Theater, and I was in the ensemble, but the woman that played Belle, um, she handmade her whole dress, so she had a corset and a huge skirt, so they got in contact with her for this production, and the skirt fits me, but the corset, like, inversely fit <clears throat> with the way that our body types are, so um, my MNC girls neighbor actually ha re-handmade a corset that fits me so it feels like really special to be able to wear the classic like gold dress and then have it also like kind of like just made like especially for me for the production like I just think that's so cool and I love spinning in it I love dancing with Jack and twirling in it it's just a lot of fun and all the MNC people did so good on all the costumes and I'm like so excited for it it's like every That's little great. girl's dream. Right? It really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colin, we cut you off. I apologize. Do you want to say something about your uh, I mean, costume? That's, that's no problem. I just wanted to say I love my costume. Like, I cannot express just how much I love it. It's it's so I, – I don't want to – again, it's like what Theo was saying. I don't want to say too much, but, like, it's so, like, gold and sparkly. It's just – it's every time I'm in it, I just feel like I am Lumiere. It just they did such a good job on it. I just I that's all I really can say about it. Just, I love it so much. For me, uh, I I really love my costume too as a silly girl, and I remember going to shows when I was little and watching the actors on stage and getting to see them come down to greet us and like see them in real life, and. I just like, I think it's like really inspiring because like we get to do that as high schoolers come out and greet the audience. And especially since it's Beauty and the Beast, I think we'll get some young children coming out too. So I'm really excited for that experience because I'm involved in the fall play and not, we don't get as many young kids with that show. It's just not 
um, it's not for that type of audience. So I'm really excited for that, for them to like see us in our costumes and our outfits and like for their faces go like, oh my gosh, like, wow. Yeah, That's Olivia, awesome. I think you should mentally prepare yourself now for how many six-year-olds are going to want oh to take pictures gosh. with you. You oh, are never, that night, those are gonna be the longest so nights excited. of your life. So many Bell fans. I'm gonna be so excited. I love little kids, so I'm so That's excited right. to, like, I've already practiced signing a Bell autograph from when I went to Disney and got Bell's autograph, I already have it copied. That's so cute. A, the costuming for this show is phenomenal. The MNC department did a really good they job. They they all we got we gotta give a big hand to all of them. They did a great job and it really sort of ties the show together. The costumes are phenomenal. Yeah. They killed it. So I know you asked oh sorry, good. Oh. Go ahead, okay. Gaston. Let's so, talk so about I your muscles. If I'd been having to uh, hit the gym for this show, I'll say the costume's got that taken care of. We got a bit of a muscle suit going on. So that should be fun. All right, Mr. Ryan, I've taken a little bit of time. I think we jumped all in, but please go to your questions. I'm going to let Miss Bonnie jump in first. Go ahead. I've got some, yeah, I've got some most likely to, just because you guys are all kind of a big family right now. You're spending a lot of time together, so you've really gotten to know each other. Um, so who is most likely to stay up all night perfecting their lines? Jack Myers. Okay. Uh, Myers. Jack Myers. Yeah, I'd give that to Jack. When, when, when he like, does right sometimes you'll see me, what's my line? And she'll <laughs> under her breath mouth my line. Jack <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, I can laughs> so hard for this. I can't give him Jack. Any. Like Jack practices his lines in AP computer science. He's I will be sitting there writing a program, and I will just hear, if you don't come down to dinner, and it's like, what are you doing over there, man? You're supposed to write. <laughs> listen to these recordings, guys. Yeah, I'm just going to talk to myself, my lines. Yeah. yeah. That's just how it happens. So that might go hand in hand then, because I heard you say that you ask what your line is, but who is most likely to forget their line on stage? And uh, this is not a negative. Lovingly, it's big. Yes, on. Lovingly. He, he's also the most likely to walk off when he's supposed to stay <laughs> on. Yes, yeah, stay All on right. the stage, please. Come on, Vince. All right. Stay on the stage. <laughs> no pressure, Vince. Right. No pressure. Yeah. I see how it is. But you know what? You're <laughs> also the one that gets to be the muscles and the and the no, he's great. you know have we lock him because he's really good. He's really good. <laughs> okay. Um, who is most likely to get yelled at by the director? Also No, it really is sort of everyone. No, I feel like Jack Myers. Jack Myers and Vince are like hand in hand. They, yeah, those if two. We're not they have been cast, That's also true. If we're talking true. about crew, it's going to be lights. Lights get yelled at a lot. Oh lights crew yeah. takes so much. They take a lot of blame. So there could be some dark moments in the show without some lighting. <laughs> no, the problem is the light moments, like when it's bright. That's, that's yeah. really bad. You guys are all blinded. But in fairness, I will say that Vince and Jack have both been handed some crazy roles. So when they do get yelled at, it's all sort of out of love and out of just wanting to make the show as good as possible. And it will be as good as possible. Yes, it's going to be amazing. Um, okay, who's the most likely to entertain everyone backstage? Me. 
Yeah, Maybe. probably is him. <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. No, I, I, I think Listen, Colin listen, and listen, I listen, backstage. I really, yeah. I really Colin need to and I backstage. And I think Izzy, Maybe. she plays Babette, the feather duster. When she has some caffeine, oh, I love that role. she's a little crazy. <laughs> I yeah. personally would just like to say, I, this is like kind of in relation to the we question. Gotta, every time, every time I'm, it doesn't matter if I'm on stage or off stage. If I'm talking to someone, I am doing it in the Lumiere voice. I, I he don't, never I don't stop. He's always Lumiere. I never stop. I love it. You're totally in character. And we how often? Nice, how often do you get to play the same role twice? I mean, that's amazing. Where, um... Go ahead, Vince. I'm sorry. No, you're all right. We had a nice moment the other day on stage. Where, um... The beast didn't didn't come out quite on time. They were working on some costume change stuff, so Colin and Theo did a little bit of improvising, and they were killing it. Oh, yeah. I would love Got to some see laughs that. Out of us. <laughs> I would love to see it. Well, that's really all I have. But you guys are an awesome group with with so much to offer and so much Thank talent. You. I can't wait to see it. I have I am a person that has two small children, so my four year old daughter and my six year old son are going to accompany me when I when I come to watch. So um, be prepared because they're gonna love every minute of it. Thank you. Should I walk out as the beast or the prince? Prince. Uh, beast. I like the beast. Uh, I the beast. I think the beast. I think wrong. so. Lisa Marie would be very upset if you walked out as the beast. Well, that's no, no. Lisa Marie is so wrong. Do both. Just take the head. <laughs> that's that's during current call. call. During current call, come out as the prince. But when you're coming out and like you know people want to say hi to you, come out as the beast. That's what. Oh, right. okay. I, agree. I see what you mean. I agree, beast. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact: Lisa Marie is actually my daughter's ballet teacher, so I get to see her in a different way. Yeah. And she's actually, she's really good with the little ones. Like my daughter's learning a lot. So that's so cool. So we'll be there. Okay. Fun fact. It's a musical. So there are songs. So I know that much. So the question for you guys is what's your favorite song that you guys are part of or part of the musical? Mop song. Oh, mop song. Mop song. Yeah. I think Gaston is a really Wait, human fun. Again. I like him really good. Let's not talk no, over each song. other here. So we have one vote for Gaston. Gaston. How about Be Our Guest? Or Home. Uh, I love Be Our Guest. I can't say very much about it, but I don't do very much in that one. And you'll understand what that means when you come see it. <laughs> this is the most, well, the most basic response ever. But I am a sucker for Beauty and the Beast. Both Lexi's voice with it makes Lexi a wonderful tribute really to this song. And Beauty and the Beast was one of my favorites when I was a kid. So it's always been one of the best Disney songs to me. Yeah, and I feel I like it. it's a nice final moment for my, my senior year, just getting to like sing. And like also like Olivia's on the stage. So just like being with my best friend and just getting to sing, it's really fun. It's everybody has a different answer for their favorite song, but if like we were all to collectively choose one song it would probably end up being the mob song. Everyone loves mob. We song. all just we all just love doing that song. We and when Theo and I go backstage, we are we are screaming that we, song as loud as we possible. We felt that one from backstage. Just so we'll. It's so much. Just fun. so our vocals will be out there. It's so much fun to say it. For the record, I am moving my vote over to Gaston. Though, you're shifting. 
Yeah, Gaston. <laughs> Just because the silly girls have a really fun time and Gaston flirting with him and doing our thing. So there's a little flirting going on. A lot. A lot of flirting. Lot. Yeah. 100%. Very close contact. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. This is a high school event here. <laughs> wait, what did she say? It's it's all PG. It's all PG. Don't even worry about it. Don't even stress. Okay, nothing, Mr. Murray. It's PG. Nothing to worry about. PG. Everything's above board. Kill the beast part. You know. I, es I especially enjoy Colin putting his face into the camera right now. <laughs> the problem is, is no one is seeing this at home because he's playing, he doesn't realize. You are my this. He's never going to oh. see it. Colin, you need to speak when you're yeah. doing that. Colin, so turn, your, turn your mic on when you do it. So that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great group. We should this have is a great group. But how many of you here, uh, every time you look at the suspicious ramen who joined from his cyber account, you think he's actually like playing Call of Duty with his green broom? back screen there with his fancy chair and his headphones it looks like he's probably he's, not even paying attention he's a no, with no, our no, setup. No, no, i'm paying, I'm paying attention ramen raise your I hand if you ramen. agree subscribe subscribe to suspicious ramen we're promoting my channel now okay <laughs> <laughs> so uh miss bonnie and i still have to buy tickets where should we buy tickets should we be up in the balcony or down on the floor where do you recommend I say to be try to be on the floor because yeah. I think it's fun yeah. the way that the cat there's a lot of moments where the cast comes off the stage into the aisles where um yeah, people my father and I run off stage or I run off the stage. Like I think it's fun to just see those little moments of like actually taking it off stage and right to you. Like I feel like it's a fun experience to be on right. the Right, I'll jump off the throughout the whole thing. Yeah, it's really fun to like be on the floor point. and everything's kind of happening around you. If there's floor seats, go for them. Go for them. You also may feel the vibrations of the pit. Yes, that does happen. <laughs> the pit, the pit plays so loud they vibrate the floor. I can't wait. There's a good chance I'm going to have to come on um, the tomorrow night for like this the dress rehearsal night. But I did clear it with Lisa Marie and with Miss Bernanke as well. I said, can I bring my little kids if I come then? So she said, yes. So we'll be there cheering you guys on on your dress rehearsal night. So I look forward to it. Hi, do you have any more questions? It's all you. Okay. I'm going to come opening night. That seems to be the best night for my schedule this week. I'm looking forward to it. Um, certainly. Thir uh, tomorrow, not tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Wednesday? Oh my gosh, tomorrow's Wednesday. ACT day. The rest of you are kind of doing whatever you're doing if you're not a junior. Um, it's dress rehearsal tomorrow night. Is that start at seven? Okay, so seven o'clock. Uh, Thursday's opening night in the evening. Uh, Friday, you have Saturday and then Sunday matinee. You can buy tickets online. Uh, or you can buy them in person at, at Park Auditorium. Um, all the proceeds are going to benefit this uh, awesome program that we put on every single year. And really consider coming to the um, 
the musical and also sponsoring the other things going on because there's going to be concessions there and also the flowers uh, that will help support um, a local alumni. Uh, we're getting to the point where we can give some shout outs. Um, anyone you want to shout out? I think collectively you all want to shout out every cast member, every crew member, everyone working um, behind the scenes, Mr. Strife, Lisa Marie, I'm sure you want to all do that. Um, so we can collectively all say that because they are all rock stars. But is there anyone else inside of your family or your friends that you want to give a shout out to um, for the musical? So we can kind of go basically in the same order we started. So let's start with Olivia. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to my mom and my sister because my sister has never done like the musicals before or been a part of the crew. And she joined crew this year because she knew that it was being the beast and like the role that I got. And so she's been spreading the word to everyone. And my mom has spread the word to like all my family, like family from Michigan, Florida, like all these places, um, they're coming to see this show. So I'm just so thankful because so many tickets have been bought, even from my family alone. So I'm just really thankful for them. And I'm thankful for my Starbucks coworkers because they've been spreading the word and they're so sweet and they're coming to see the show. How about the beast? I want to give a shout out to Suspicious Ramen. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. And, uh, <laughs> that's about it <laughs> name's Ellis, Elias <laughs> Gaston are you there I am yep who would you like to give a shout out to uh, I'd like to give a shout out to all my siblings who have done theater and singing in the past and have inspired me a lot in what they do and kind of showed me the ropes and also Big thanks to them because they're going to be coming in from all corners of the state and all sorts of places in this weekend just to see the show. So it means a lot. And yeah. That's awesome. Maurice Cogsworth and Silly Girl number one. I'll go first. Uh, first, I want to I wanna shout out um, my friend Riley. She's, she's in the cast. She plays the bartender. Uh, needed to shout her out because she she wanted that shout out in here. And I also want to shout out the members of my band, Bleacher's Only Child. I love those guys. They're the best. Uh, my costume takes eight people to keep to keep running. When all when all the jobs are said and done, it's me. I, I just wear it. The eight people responsible keep everything going together. I gotta shout all them. I my costume changes would not work with if any sing, if a single one of them was gone. So shout out to all of them. Shout out to everyone in cast and crew because the show is a well-oiled machine. Shout out to Rye again because she wanted that shout out. She wanted that and shout out to my family because they're all pretty supportive. Uh, I'm just really proud of everyone since this is technically like our first musical since 2020. Like, but like this is our first musical that I've ever been in at Chardon High School, technically. Um, because we never even got to perform Mamma Mia. So this is our first running show. I know, that's sad. Um, but I also want to give a shout out to our silly girl, MNC girl, 
Jen. She's been working so hard on us and we're a lot of work. Some, I'm a lot of work sometimes. I ask for a lot of things and she's always running around for us. And to my fellow silly girls, Abby and Georgia. I guess I'll go next. You stole my idea. I was going to say the same thing. Shout out to Jen and shout out to Paige and Georgia. Thank you, Paige, for helping me with vocals and Georgia for helping me with my character development. I also wanted to shout out Nicole. She is great with the rose. She is like just amazing. I wanted to shout out Liam. He's not here. He is um, LeFou. He is so fun to work with. Um, me and him have some pretty fun bits in the musical, so look out for that. Um, I'd like to shout out Jocelyn and Harmony. Um, Jocelyn is our sound girl, and Harmony did all of the silverware costumes for Be Our Guest. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Lumiere? Uh, so, I would like to shout out uh, my mom because uh, our household is very uh, crazy. We're always busy, we're always doing stuff. And she always finds a way to fit the crazy things I need to do to be here with all the people that I care about to do this show. So big, big, huge shout out to her. Also shout out to people like Jack Myers, Jack Tilton, Liam for giving me rides because I'm yet to get my license for at least like one or two months. Uh, so thanks you to know. you guys for that. And also I would like to give a shout out to uh, Mr. Schaefer well, one of the teachers here because I also run track and he was kind enough to like adjust my schedule so I could still train as well as be here for the show. So I would also like to thank him. So, yeah. Let's go to Mrs. Potts and Chip. Definitely just a shout out to all my teachers. They've been so like understanding and like accommodating when I'm like kind of drowning in school stuff in rehearsal. So, and then obviously like my family for just being so supportive and yeah. I would like to do a shout out to Mrs. Blaschke specifically because she lets me use her space to just de-stress from everything happening with both schoolwork and all the stuff with the show. Art is my let out and I'm very thankful that I get to do it because of her kindness. And then to my younger sister who I would not be the person I am without. Dark, suspicious ramen. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to my mother and my father and my siblings. Um, and I would like to give a shout out to, uh, a good friend, Austin Dom. Uh, he's, he's, he's a really cool guy. And also another shout out to Callan Powell, because there's, there's great people. So, uh, yeah. Uh, my shout out goes out this week to Mr. Strife, specifically doing all of those things that he does with you guys, but taking the group off to the ensemble contest last week and what he does every single day in class. I want to give my shout out to Mr. Strife. I'm going to give my shout out to the school guidance counselors this week, all four of them, Mr. Hurlbutt, Mrs. Hetrick, Ms. Bernanke, and Mrs. Tupaz. Um, there's a lot going on this week. There's ACT testing. There's the eighth grade um, field trip that's, you know, going to happen with the students being able to explore some things. So, and then Miss Bernacki, of course, is fully involved with all of you guys doing the musical. And then Mrs. Tupaz is just a phenomenal um, human being who loves to support students. So we're just really thankful that they're all here. And 
appreciate our school counselors. My shout out is to all those adults and students behind the scenes making the musical happen. I know we have all the wonderful students here on the podcast, but there's a lot of students and adults behind the scenes that no one sees or hears about that makes the musical happen. You know, you guys talked about all the people that help you with the costumes and all the people behind the scenes make it happen. So thank you to them to so we can have a great musical. So thank you. We're absolutely blessed. Those of you who are on this podcast and all of your friends, we when we say we really, really have great kids, we have phenomenal kids. We appreciate you. Uh, we can't wait to see you uh, shine, uh, shine on the stage. Um, thank you again for joining us. Do you have uh, anything tonight? Or are you like practice at home because tomorrow is the big show? We've got our senior dinner tonight for all the all us twelfth graders. We're going, we're going go, to we get some Italian food. Let's go. Nice. Enjoy. You know, many, many years ago, and and I'm not saying you cannot do this, but when I was a student here, Mrs. Horvath who was our board president, ran all the musicals. She would do probably like 10 minute interludes in the cafeteria for lunch periods where you guys would, all of you in the cast would That's walk right. into the room and you would do one of your songs for like five seconds and then walk right out. Why you have we not done that? Why do we not? I don't know. I am giving you the ability and the authority to put on a number. We are doing this. Absolutely. I've decided you, you, do if you want to promote sure. it, that's the best way to promote it is during the lunch periods. Randomly. What do you guys think? Be our guest on Friday. All of them during, <laughs> during I'm, every I'm lunch. Think, I'm thinking uh, Thursday because that's it's when most food. of the choir people have lunch. Yeah. We can right. definitely organize this Thursday and Friday. I'm telling you, it will be epic. We haven't done it in years. The last time we did it was Les Mis. And then COVID occurred and we just stopped doing it. I would like to, I would like to mention, uh, you might know this because uh, you brought up Les Mis. Uh, my older sister, Kirsten Henry, was Cosette in Les Mis. So the, that, the fact that that was the last time they did that and now the next time, if we get to do it, uh, would be now when I'm doing theater. So that would just, I think that would be really awesome. I think that's just another reason I, to definitely do it. I also had two siblings in Les Mis. My oldest sister. I am telling you, first well, of all, your, uh, all of your siblings that have been in musicals, phenomenal, phenomenal. I, the three of us are giving you the authority to organize a very casual walk into the cafeteria and then you break into one of your songs for each of the lunch periods choose it you could change the songs i don't care but to promote the musical every period thursday every period friday full authority to do it well what unless are, you're we'll unless figure. you're supposed to be like taking a test during fifth period or something <laughs> mr Hyam, we don't believe in math today math is not going to make the podcast you, you brought it up again and i didn't bring it up you did that that's just to keep it rolling for the hundred and second time. There you go. I appreciate you. Talk with me tomorrow offline. If you obviously some of you might be in the building for the ACT, but we can organize this. I'm talk to Mr. Strife. Talk about your senior dinner. Get it all organized. And I'm telling you, make it happen.
Guys, it's been great having you on the podcast. Have a beautiful night. See you some point tomorrow. Uh, go Toppers, everybody. Go Toppers. Thank you. Go Toppers. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah.